on hot tubs and unicorn wing ladies. M.M. July 30th, 2022, continued. After two weeks of not working, last night finally felt like I was on vacation. I spent the day with my parents, my nieces, and my nephew. We had Shabbat dinner, and then around 8 p.m., Marisol and Andres came by in the Camunoto to bring me back to Eric and Emma's place. My father had rolled us two joints. The three of us took one into the hot tub, and under the starry summer sky, we lit up and settled in. At first, I didn't think the joint was working on me. Well, you do have a higher tolerance than we do, Marisol reminded me unsympathetically. I made a face, which of course she couldn't see. Then, all of a sudden, it worked. My tolerance is working, I exclaimed, ecstatic. With a rush, I felt me, all of me. I'm stunned sometimes by how battered I feel when I let myself feel it. I'm a hurt, tired baby girl. I keep trying to recover from crap, but then new crap gets layered on. Staying ahead of the crap is a full-time job. But last night, I surrendered to it my body softening in the hot water, my mind floating. Andres had just finished the last of his work, so he was also relaxing into vacation mode. He stayed quiet while Marisol and I chatted in Spanish. I was thrilled to be able to practice. My Spanish has been growing re rusty recently. It had been a long time since we had had a conversation like this. We used to do it all the time when we lived together in Toronto for grad school. But then I moved back in with Master Barf for Brains, and she moved in with Andres. We see each other for a dinner here or a park outing there, but it hasn't been the same. Last night, though, I felt our history, like something strong and solid between us. I felt something else, too. I felt safe. Safe to be myself. Safe to let loose, to talk without being judged, to share and be received. Is this okay, I asked, after one particularly not-safe-for-work cannabis-induced monologue, and Marisol said, I'm used to you oversharing too much information with me. It's fine with me. But what about you, Andres, I asked. That's fine, he replied, his mind clearly elsewhere. Okay, well, I accept your consent then, but you're also allowed to revoke it at any time, and I'll respect your boundaries, okay? We laughed about consent and boundaries a lot last night, because the hot tub was really meant for only two people. In the darkness, our limbs kept accidentally overlapping. Andres and I were just as blind as Marisol, and as legs nudged legs, we tried to figure out who was who. That's me. No, that's me. Oh, okay, Marisol is touching my leg, but you are touching her leg. Okay, everybody's good. Andres, you're one of the good men, right? I asked. He refused to commit one way or the other. I took that as a good sign. I also take as a good sign the fact that he has never once been inappropriate with me, despite the very strange circumstances in which we met, and the number of times he has seen me naked. Marisol took him with her as a, her date to my BDSM definitely not a wedding. Suffice it to say that the event was different. Gavin didn't want me to be friends with you, I remembered suddenly, thinking about how all this time I have judged Andres unfairly, just because Gavin had decided he was boring. You know, I said, abusers can be very different from each other, but they operate with similar patterns. One of the patterns is to isolate you from friends and family. I paused, thinking. I mean, Gavin never forbade me from seeing you or anything like that. He didn't work that way. It was more subtle, Marisol said, a statement more than a question. 
Exactly. He would quietly disparage my friends. He mocked everyone, including me, including the fact that I liked spending time with people since he was such a hermit. I remembered the day that we had done mushrooms on our porch. Gavin, ordinarily the one to pressure me into doing illicit drugs, had decided not to join us. He wasn't sexually interested in Marisol, which is probably why. So the three of us had done it together, out on my porch, surrounded by flowers. I remember Marisol and Andres speaking Spanish and not being able to understand a word of it, their words sounding sharp like the call of birds. Meanwhile, I became one with the basil. It was three months into COVID then, and we were seeing each other for the first time. That was back when COVID still felt scary, and I felt a strange responsibility. Told Marisol I had done my best to keep the plague away so that she would be safe with me on my porch. In the streets below, an angry mob marched by, brandishing signs. George Floyd had been killed just a week before, a police officer's knee on his neck. In the hot tub now, another memory came to me. Coming down from my high abruptly, my ego plopping back into my body, anxiety at the voices of the people on the street below. It felt like a war was brewing as they chanted Black Lives Matter over and over again. I felt like a scaredy cat who hadn't gone to join the army. Remember that day when we did mushrooms on the porch, I said to Andres and Marisol. As I was coming down, a thought came to me. I wasn't even scared. I felt really calm at the time. I just remember thinking, I'm in an abusive relationship. A couple of weeks later, Gavin told me he found Andres boring and didn't really like it when we hosted them. A month or so later, shit really hit the fan between us because I finally stopped tolerating his assholery. Fuck face, I said aloud, and Marisol and Andres listened without saying anything. He was always nice to me, mused Marisol. That's true, I agreed. He found you interesting. I remember that, said Marisol. He asked me a bunch of questions. About being blind, I remembered, but didn't say. He was nice to me, too, back when I only saw him a few times a year, I said. A few, a little while later, Marisol tol told me, I said that we opened a profile on a field, right? Yup. I told you I closed mine. We laughed because they're a couple looking for a unicorn, and I'm a unicorn freaking out whenever any of the couples hit on me. I think I'd prefer helping you guys with your profile over having a profile of my own, I said. Okay, said Marisol. We'll trade you Spanish knights for wing ladying. Yay, more Spanish knights, I cried in agreement. Plus, I'm a good wing lady, I said, remembering all the threesomes I'd arranged for Gavin. He always called me a cock block, but I wasn't. I did so many things for that man. I just got jealous when he was into other women because he never touched me. My thoughts grew morbid. He used that to control me, you know. He wouldn't touch me, wouldn't say nice things to me, wouldn't have sex with me, and then when I got desperate, he used that to get me to do the most horrible things. The thing is, at the beginning, I liked being made to do things, even things I kind of didn't want to do. Consensual non-consent. It was hot. It turned me on so much. I paused, peering at Andres. He didn't seem to mind, so I continued with my TMI. It just, it got blurry. I guess I get it now. In order to consent, I needed to know my desires and my boundaries, and he needed to respect my desires and my boundaries. But I wasn't a cock block. I was a fucking good submissive wife. You know for his 40th birthday I had a girl he liked jump naked out of a cake for him? And I'm mad because I want it back. I want to be able to go to clubs. I want to experience BDSM again. But I'm traumatized now and I'm scared. Well, if you helped us meet people, we would not call you a cock block. We would thank you. A lot, said Marisol, matter-of-factly. 
And you'd protect me too, right? I told him the story of my failed second date two weeks ago where I had a panic attack because I was worried he would touch me. Then I could dance. I like dancing. I like being looked at, not touched. And Andres could be like, don't touch her. She's with us, all macho-like. He could be a macho Latino dude just for me. We all laughed at that because Andres is about as far from being a macho Latino dude as you could get. Great then, it's settled. We'll go to the club, you'll protect me, I'll get over my traumas, and I'll find you a unicorn. Okay, said Marisol, and we both turned to Andres, who was being very quiet. What about you, Andres? What do you think? Yes, was all he needed to reply. Great then, it's settled. Unicorn wing lady, here I come. Love, M.S.